My beautiful sister, I see you. You want so badly to be close to God and to grow in your faith, but your time is so limited and your motivation is just not like it used to be. You read your Bible sometimes, if at all. You miss those days as a brand new Christian when your excitement was so great and you were so on fire for God and his word. You wonder, what happened? Why did my fire die down? Yet, you still wanna get back up and keep going, but you don't know how to stay consistent in the word of God. Hey sister, I'm Rosie Alejandro. I'm an educator, a wife, a mom of three, and a devoted disciple of Jesus. And I have been where you are now. I remember being so excited to read my Bible every day but when the storms in my life came that affected both my motivation and my time, I just didn't know how to keep it up. As a result, I started reading my Bible less and even praying less and started slowly distancing myself from my Father in Heaven. So much so that I ended up leaving God and my church for four years, allowing sin to grow more and more in my life. We all have storms in our lives that test our faith, but they are also an opportunity the opportunity for you to beat the enemy at his game and to confidently recognize the lies from the truth. The enemy wants to bring you down, but when you root yourself in God's word, he never wins. I'm here to help you get back your passion for God's word and to teach you how to get deeper into your Bible even when you have limited time. Sister, it's time to reignite your faith in God, pursue your purpose of loving him first, and live with intention in the study of his word. So, are you ready? Then let's do this. Hello, my beautiful sister in Christ. Welcome back to the show. My name is Rosie. I am your host, and I am very delighted that you can join me today for another episode. Well, sister, today I have another treat for you. We're going to uh, be talking about grace. Now, this is a topic that you probably hear a lot about. If you follow other Christian podcasts, you probably hear a lot about it. But um, I'm going to give you a little insight that I had learned from a sermon that I heard a little bit of time ago. I don't remember exactly when it was. I know it was sometime last year. You know, it's interesting. I take notes at church. I take pictures of the slides and I don't put dates on them. <laughs> so I can't remember the exact date, but I know this was at least a few months ago. So um, I remember one of our ministers, one of our evangelists, he shared this message about grace. And um, there's a part of this that really stood out. You know, we, we live by grace. If you're a Christian, you know, you have been saved through grace. And in fact, I'll start with a scripture. It's in Ephesians chapter uh, excuse me, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 9. And it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Right? And um, earlier, there's another scripture in Ephesians 2, 1 through 5, and it says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us who lived among them are at one time gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following the, its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, 
who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. That was, again, Ephesians 2, 1 through 5, NIV version, both. So I want to give you a little perspective here. You may have heard this a million times, grace saves you, and it is true. It is the blood of Jesus that cleans you, that <laughs> when you said Jesus is Lord, Okay, you made Jesus Lord of your life, right? That decision, that faith decision, and then you were baptized into Christ. This decision was so important for you because you started a new life. Um, and so that right there, that right there, from that moment, you were cleansed from your sins and you started a new life. So if you're listening and you are saved, you're a Christian, that story is yours. Now, if you're you're listening and you're not a Christian yet, I pray that that story can be yours very soon. Or if you're listening and you have strayed away from the faith, maybe you're not completely away from the faith, but you're, um, like I said in my last episode, maybe you're backsliding. A lot of people use that term. I, I don't use it too often. I think it's more just like I'm I'm walking away like the prodigal daughter, like I did um, back in 2008 for four years. Uh, there are people who walk away for a while maybe they don't stop believing in God but they um, go back and and live the way they used to or maybe even worse kind of like I did so that may be you I don't know but I'm gonna just ask you to open up your heart and mind if that's you and listen to what this is trying to tell you because this is a message of conviction but it's also a message of hope so I remember in this uh, sermon that was preached, this uh, minister showed this slide and a slideshow. And I was just so blown away because the way he compared grace, there's like basically three different types of ways that, well, three different types of quote unquote Christians, right? Um, and this is where we have to be very careful. We want to be the third type. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you the first one, and I'm going to give you the second one, and then I'm going to tell you this is how you want to be, the third one, okay? So, and maybe you can relate to one of these. I don't know if you can relate to the first one, to the second one, or to the third one, but wherever you're at, I want to encourage you, sister, if you're like, oh, no, I'm the first one. Oh, no, I'm the second one. I want to be the third one. Don't get discouraged because there is a way. Okay, you can always repent. But there are three different types of Christians that you usually see, okay, when it comes to grace and living the life of grace. The first one is one that actually doesn't really live a life of grace, and that is the performance Christian, okay, a Christian who's all about performing. They get their... um I guess their validation from the things that they do, they feel close to God maybe or strong because they do a lot of things and that's really what they base it on. Okay, I'm not saying that um, you're obeying, that you're doing good things. No, no, no. Of course, we all want to do good things, obviously, right? Um, faith doesn't just, is not just faith. You, you Works come along with it, right? So um, works follow it. That's just natural when you have faith. I'm talking about this one, this Christian that is the performance Christian and the four characteristics you usually see, the, the characteristics in the performance Christian is one, they're self-righteous, two, they compare a lot, 
or they compete too much, right, in an unhealthy way. Three, they tend to be very perfectionist. Four, they have too much pride in their work. They take up too much pride in their work. Like, yeah, I did this. I'm awesome, you know, and they might not say it, right? Like, you might not, like, say it. That's you, right? But your life kind of reflects it. And so um, this minister, he compared this group of people to the Pharisees. So it's like this group of Christians were like Pharisees, which is like crazy, right? Who wants to be like the Pharisees? Because, you know, we know the, the reputation that they had, especially around Jesus and their thoughts about Jesus and the way they treated Jesus. So you don't want to be that one. Okay, the second type of Christian is the quote-unquote cheap grace Christian. Ouch. That one hurts, right? Uh, I don't know if it hurts you, but um, if it does... Uh, listen up very carefully okay so the cheap grace christian these are the four characteristics that this minister shared the first one is sin now forgiveness later i sin and i'll be forgiven later so i'm just gonna sin i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna go uh sleep with my boyfriend that's okay i'll i'll just ask for forgiveness later i'm gonna you know say a little white lie that's okay. I'm going to I'm going to ask forgiveness later. White lie, quote unquote, right? A little lie. There's no little lies. I have you know, news for you. There are no little lies. Um, you name it. What is it? What is it? What comes to mind? What excuse do you make if that's been you? Another characteristic of the cheap grace Christian is justifying their sin. Oh, you know, um I don't know. Uh I'm going to give you an example. The lie, right? Oh, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. So I have to say this lie. And and trust me, that's been... T- Listen, I know the temptation, okay? I have kids. Oh, how many times do I want to lie to them not to hurt their feelings? But then I have to say, no, I can't lie. <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> that is not correct. Those little things, what you use to justify your sin. If you're constantly justifying your sin... Be careful, you might be a cheap grace Christian. I don't want to label you that, but you might fall under that category. Let's forget the labels. I don't like to label people. But do you fall under that category, right? The third characteristic that this minister shared was no need to obey. So not having the need to obey. Like, oh no, I'm I'm good. I don't need to obey this one. Or you get picky about what you obey in the Bible. I'll obey this, but I won't obey that. Sound familiar? And the fourth one, God knows my heart. Oh, God knows my heart. God, that's something you say. Oh, God knows my heart. I, I, you know, he knows my, I, I don't, he knows me. He knows I'm not a bad person. I don't, you know, careful with that one. So what this minister compared this group was this to this group um, of cheap grace Christians. He compared them to the Israelites. So if you remember, you're familiar with the Old Testament and the story of the Israelites and the times that they would just um, repent, but then, you know, sin again and then repent and then sin again. And other certain times they obeyed and other times they didn't um, or they'll sin and then they'll ask the priest, you know, to like they'll take the sacrifice of the animal and then and then, you know, get, quote unquote, forgiven. And it, it's it's too much right it's repetitive it's being like the israelites who were unrepentant the unrepentant israelites 
And then there's the third Christian, which is the one you want to be. And I want to be, trust me, I want to be this all the time, right? This is our goal. This is what we should be aiming for. The third one that this minister shared um, is just the grace, the Christian that walks with grace, the grace-filled Christian. That's it. The grace-filled Christian. The grace-filled Christian is someone who walks in humble obedience. Don't get picky about what they obey, right? The second characteristic in the of the grace-filled Christian is that they are grateful. They have grateful repentance. Grateful repentance. I've talked about that, sister. You know, when you um, my recommendation to to kind of stay grateful is to get on your knees at least once a month and pray and and thank God for your, your forgiveness. Like go back and think about the life you used to live. Not to like go back and revisit the past, but just kind of remember what he saved you from. That really helps you be grateful. And that really helps you repent. Okay, that's one thing. The third um, characteristic of a grace-filled Christian is accept yourself and God's love. To accept yourself and God's love. God made you you are his daughter and he loves you he loves you the way you are even in your sin okay he loves you the way you are you if you're somebody who you know tries to um live a life of grateful repentance right of humble obedience accept yourself even when you are oh you mess up people will mess up you're gonna mess up you're gonna by accident you know, you, you may even sin and say, oh my gosh, I thought I'd never say that or do that. Oh, I lost my temper or whatever the case. You may, you know, every day we have temptations. Oh, I yelled at my husband because I got really mad at him. Or, you know, um, I, you know, was disrespectful to my mom because, I don't know, she didn't understand me and I don't like the way she talks to me. She doesn't respect me or whatever. I don't know. You may pick whatever it is. You may, every day, you may struggle with something. So, but I don't, I don't want you sister to be down on yourself. Um, even as you're thinking, looking at all these the other categories, this is not uh, an episode to try to make you feel bad. Okay. This is just to encourage you to really live the life of a grace-filled Christian, which is really the life that God meant you to live. And it's so encouraging because it reminds you that God loves you. He truly loves you. And the fourth one, um, they are practical. So be practical, right? Practice what you believe. Be practical. Um, for example, one of the things that I talk about in my show, especially more recently, has been um, the practice of reading your Bible every day, the practice of praying, the practice of just having that time with God. And if you haven't, by the way, if you need a little help with that, I have a, a free uh, download for you that I started earlier this year. I started putting out their gift for you. It's a Bible study um, guide and journal that is goes deep and it helps you study the Bible in less time. You can take actually as much time or as little time as you want on it. It's called the Read Bible Study and Journal. Spital Study, sorry, Bible Study Guide and Journal and it's there free available in the episode details. So get your copy because it's going to help you. Um, but that is one way that you can be practical is by really being in your word. Okay, sister. So I wanted to share this with you because I want to encourage you to be that third Christian, which is the grace-filled Christian. So I'll recap the grace-filled Christian. She is humble. So she lives in humble obedience. She lives in grateful repentance. She accepts herself and she accepts God's love. 
and she is practical. She does those practical things that help her to stay close to God. So I pray that this, if it's not you, that you will um, decide that it will be you, that you'll take those steps to maybe, um, if you're more of a performance Christian, um, you know, take steps to get out of being too performance-based and being, you know, instead um, the grace-filled Christian. Or if you are a cheap grace Christian, and I know that's a tough word, I, I know it's a tough category, but like I said, I don't want to put you in these categories, but if you've identified any of these things, like you justify your sin a lot, um, you know, you sin, you sin thinking, okay, God's just going to forgive me later, like intentionally, you're not trying to live a life of repentance, then you need to repent, sister, because that, that's not the way to live. You need to repent if you're either Christian, right? You know, because also you don't want to be self-righteous because you are not better than other people. I'm sorry. We are all human and we are all sinners. So you and I are not better. And I say this with confidence because let me tell you, I struggle with this. I used to struggle more. I struggle a little less, but I struggle still. I, I struggle with self-righteousness. I am probably the more, I'm definitely the more performance-based Christian when I'm not careful. And I'm trying my best to live the life of a grace-filled Christian. So I'm not perfect. I still struggle with these things, okay? Which category do you fall in and which one, um, which characteristic do you want to work on right now so that you can be more of the grace-filled Christian living in humble obedience and grateful repentance, accepting yourself and God's love and being practical, you doing those things that help you be close to God. So make a decision today. And I pray that you, um, that God will strengthen you. In fact, let me say a prayer for you right now. Holy Father in heaven, God Almighty, creator of the heavens and earth, thank you so much for this time to speak to my sisters in Christ and to share this message that was shared with me some time ago. What a great message this was. What practicals. Lord, I pray that my sisters are not discouraged, but encouraged because God, your, the blood of Jesus is cleaning us every single day. But we know sometimes we need to be rebuked by the word. We need to be discipled by the word. We need to be discipled by each other and reminded sometimes to go back to making sure that we live the way Jesus asked, uh, the way Jesus wants us to live and expects us to live. So I pray you strengthen all of us to be able to do that. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, sister. So to end the show, I want to read, I want to read another review. Uh, that was left on my podcast on Apple Podcasts, and it is titled Love This Show, and it is by Moxie Assists. It says, I love listening to the intentional message of this show and her willingness to share her story. Great show. Moxie Assists, thank you so much for your review. I really appreciate you so much and your five-star rating, truly, truly, from my bottom of my heart. And sister, if you haven't left a review yet, please leave a review. I love reading them. I will share it on the show. And um, and it just encourages my heart so much. And it also helps this show be found by other sisters who really could benefit from um, the things that we talk about here, the word of God, and, in, and really helping our sisters be strong in the faith. All right, my sister, thank you again for joining me. I love you so much. And I will see you in the next one.